Hello again. It's a new year. Happy new year, everyone. I'm looking forward to 2022. It will bring new projects, new adventures, new experiences, new opportunities uh, to share my knowledge about Bitcoin um, in emerging countries because I'm planning to go there this year. So I have a lot of new plans and uh, yeah, I hope you will join me on this adventure. So the following is a talk I gave at the La BitConf, the longest running Latin American Bitcoin conference. And that was in November in San Salvador at my visit to El Salvador. I'm talking about the art of learning Bitcoin. I'm giving an introduction into Bitcoin. What are the most important properties of Bitcoin? How can you learn about Bitcoin? Which are the best resources for a start? It's also giving uh, resources in Spanish because I was presenting my Spanish uh, version of my Learn Bitcoin book at the conference. So I hope you enjoy this little introduction. And if you know people who want to learn more about Bitcoin and are at the beginning of their journey, please recommend this talk to them and also the sources I'm uh, talking about in it. So yeah, that's it. So before we start, a short word from my sponsors. And as always, you can watch this on YouTube or you can also listen to it in a lightning-enabled podcast app like the Breeze Tech app or the Sphinx Chat app. See you soon. Bye. Living on crypto is easier than you think with Bitrefill. Choose from over 4,000 gift cards and mobile top-up options from around the world. I used Bitrefill to top up my phone when I was visiting Zimbabwe. It was easy, worked like a charm, and I even earned sats back. Pay with Bitcoin, Lightning, Ethereum, Dash, Tether over Tron, and many more options. No account is necessary. Join the thousands of users around the world who are living on crypto today using Bitrefill. Join now at bitrefill.com and start earning sats back with each purchase. That's bit refill.com Did you know that leaving your keys on centralized exchanges is extremely risky? Not only are you giving up your privacy, but you also give up total control of your funds. The best time to take back control is now. Go to sovereign.app and never again ask for permission to use your money. That's S-O-V-R-Y-N dot app. Learn Bitcoin will teach you the why and how to use Bitcoin. Anita's work makes Bitcoin approachable, understandable, and compelling to those who are new to Bitcoin. Andreas M. Antonopoulos, author, Mastering Bitcoin and the Internet of Money. Order your copy now at learnbitcoin.link. That's learnbitcoin.link. I start here. The talk is called The Art of Learning Bitcoin, and I want to show you ways to easy get into Bitcoin. When I started in early 2017 with Bitcoin, I was very confused uh, because the people were saying many things about Bitcoin. For instance, Bitcoin is freedom. Uh, that's not my slide. Please, can we go back? Sorry. So Bitcoin is many things. <laughs> Bitcoin is freedom. Thank you. Bitcoin is money. 
Bitcoin is a protocol. Bitcoin is digital gold. Bitcoin is sovereignty. Bitcoin is neutral. Bitcoin is software. Bitcoin is a currency. In El Salvador, it's even legal tender now. Bitcoin is decentralized. Bitcoin is time. Bitcoin is hard money. Bitcoin is fairness, which, which is actually the thing where I can identify the most with it, because I think the most important thing about Bitcoin is that it's accessible for anyone, regardless of gender, wealth, status, or color, anywhere globally in the world. Bitcoin is so many things. And if you're confused at the moment, you might think that Bitcoin is everything you don't understand about money, combined with everything you don't understand about computers. Yes, it's a fact. And the reason for that is because Bitcoin consists of many things from different areas of knowledge, research, and things like that. So, there are things from cryptography in Bitcoin. It's about monetary policy. It's about game theory. It's about human rights. It's about IT, mathematics, physics, and even economics. Not even economics, it's economics. And that's Bitcoin. And that's why it's so confusing. And many people don't know where to start to learn them. And we, when we are like later, in the later stage of Bitcoin, we always talk about, and then I fell into the rabbit hole. What do we mean by that? Well, for me, I started like, to read a lot of uh, books and videos, and to start at the beginning, I started with the white paper. And from there on, you go deeper and deeper and deeper, and then you can connect the things in your head, and you realize, oh, this one thing is connected with the other, and that's how you get deeper into the rabbit hole. It all began in October 2008, when an unknown per per person named Satoshi Nakamoto presented the Bitcoin white paper on a website called bitcoin.org, and you can still find the PDF there. In this paper, this pa person laid out the ground concepts, the basic foundation of Bitcoin and how it works. And it's very interesting to read, also, if you're not a mathematics genie or an IT genius, it doesn't matter. You can just read it to get a glimpse of what Satoshi, Satoshi Nakamoto's intentions were. Satoshi called it a peer-to-peer -peer electronic system. And it started on January 3rd in 2009, when the first public Bitcoin block was mined. And the most important invention or um, discovery that Satoshi Nakamoto had was to find a solution to the problem that if you send money online, you always need an intermediary. And Satoshi Nakamoto found a solution to this problem, so the first time in the history of humankind, we can send money globally, digitally, without the need for banks or other financial institutions. Satoshi Nakamoto wrote one sentence into the first public block of the Bitcoin blockchain. And it's the headline of the Times of the same day, Chancellor on brink of second bailout for banks. 
And for me and for many other people, this is a sign that this work is connected to the financial crisis in the year 28 and 29, where basically banks and financial institutions were responsible for this crisis. And actually, at, right at this time, it seems that we are at the beginning or maybe in the middle of another of these financial crises. So, Bitcoin is money for the people, from the people. And that's important. And it shows um, the, 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 let's say the other one, sorry. <laughs> the thing is, Bitcoin has very important properties that no other money on the internet has. First, it's permissionless, meaning you don't need to register anywhere. You don't need to pay a membership fee or a package. You don't need to show your ID to receive or send your Bitcoin anywhere. It's transparent. This means everybody can read the, the Bitcoin blockchain, the ledger of all transactions that have been sent since the beginning of the Bitcoin blockchain. This transparency is also needed that the maximum supply of 21 million Bitcoin cannot be changed, or that it would be visible if anyone would try to change it. That's important because Bitcoin's very important property is also that it's non-inflatable, meaning there can never be uh, someone who changes the money supply to say now we have 50 million, uh, 50 million Bitcoin, which would like decrease the value of a single Bitcoin. And that's what's happening in fiat currency. We have a lot of inflation right at the moment. They say it's transistory, but yeah, who knows? Okay. So, consensus. The 21 million limit can also not be changed because for every change in the Bitcoin software, you need the consensus of all participants in the network. So that means even if you are just a user, you only have a wallet and send and receive Bitcoin, you're a participant of this network. As, the, as also the miners, the people who have full nodes at home and such. It's neutral. That's what I said before, everyone can use Bitcoin, regardless of your age or whatever. It's borderless. You can send money globally in seconds. If you maybe have friends or family abroad that send you money back home, you don't need Western Union anymore. You can just use Lightning or the Bitcoin blockchain to send money safely, much faster and for much less cost. It's decentralized which means there is no hierarchy, there is no leader. We, the people, basically own Bitcoin. The network is a public good. It's for everyone. And Bitcoin is censorship resistant. So all these properties combined make it so that nobody can change any of the transactions and nobody can take your money away. But this only you unlock all these properties and features and advantages for yourself only if you hold the keys to your coins. This is a so-called seed phrase. It's like a keychain that unlocks all your Bitcoin addresses where you have money stored on the blockchain. 
So if you have those, you're basically completely independent, and nobody can take your money away. And you might see this slogan very often: "Not your keys, not your coins." If you don't have the seed phrase, if you only have a password for an account on Coinbase or Kraken, you basically not own Bitcoin. It's just like another bank. They can close your account, they can freeze your funds, whatever. So now, there's this concept we call the staircase to financial self-sovereignty, and uh, it's a concept that was. I heard it first from Stephanie Murphy, and she's a podcaster also. And uh, it goes like that: on the staircase to financial self-sovereignty, most of us—I mean, not, but many of you, maybe—are on the ground floor. You're still just a fiat user. You use U.S. dollars, euros, or whatever. So basically, you have not unlocked any of the opportunities and advantages of Bitcoin. On the next, on the first floor, you might go to Coinbase or Kraken or any other centralized exchange and get exchange the first U.S. dollars to Bitcoin. So actually, you think you own Bitcoin, but you don't really. I meet a lot of people. They tell me, "Oh, I also earn Bitcoin," and I say, "Where?" And they say, "Maybe at Bitpanda, which is a big Austrian、um, exchange." And I say, yeah, well, but actually you don't you don't own it then. And then very fast they learn and go the next step. And the next step is the second floor, where you own your keys and your coins. That's when you have the seed phrase to a wallet, an open sourced wallet. I have here some examples of wallets that I recommend. For instance, the Moon Wallet. The Moon Wallet has the advantage that it's for Bigger Bitcoin on-chain transactions, as well as for Lightning transactions, or the Breeze wallet. I use it because it's not only a Lightning wallet, but it's also enabled that you can listen to podcasts. I'm a podcaster, and if you like my work and you use that, you can send me sats while you're listening to my podcast. That's a new way to、um, fund content creators, which is great. And another opportunity, opportunity or alternative to the Chibo wallet is the Bitcoin Beach wallet. And then, on the next step, if you are really a Bitcoin enthusiast and a little bit of a tinkerer at the moment, you can buy yourself a Raspberry Pi and run your own full node, or you can download the, so the Bitcoin software onto your computer and run your own full, own full node. Then you are what we call your own bank. You basically unlock all the possibilities that only banks have at the moment, like in your pocket. You have your bank. You are your bank, your own bank in your pocket, because you verify your own transactions, and nobody can take your money away from you. And you are a part of the network because you also contribute to the network through your software. And on top of that, but that's. Yeah, for the enthusiasts, enthusiasts. Then there is DeFi. We will have decentralized finance atop of Bitcoin too. RSK, for instance, and on top of that, Sovereign is an example. So I suggest、um, you go like this. You read the white paper where it all began. You don't need to understand everything. It's just to get a glimpse of it. Then. 
Answer the question, why Bitcoin? Not only why for you, but also why in general. Why is Bitcoin important for the world? What is money? I mean, I, didn't, I never thought about what is money. I, I, I didn't learn it in school, and I guess you didn't too. Where does the US dollar come from in the end? How is it pro protected? So, and then you see, in comparison to Bitcoin, that there are huge differences. So, what are the most important properties of Bitcoin? I was talking about those, but you can learn about those too, what's behind of them. The staircase of financial sovereignty is important. And then I suggest that you not only listen to number go up and I'm going to be rich in a year, but also that you think about all the stories or arguments maybe about uh, using Bitcoin. The thing is, if you think about all the arguments against Bitcoin, you're again for Bitcoin. I mean, at least in my experience. How to store your keys safely? That's actually the most important thing. And then, which, uh, which strategies are there to earn and invest and use Bitcoin? And, surprise, surprise, all of that is very comprehensively in my book, which is called Learn Bitcoin. And the L is in a bracket because I want you also to know that it's now even possible to earn Bitcoin online. So, one example was podcasting 2.0. And I have, I listed some of the other possibilities that there are right now. Then, I have other great books as recommendations for beginners. First, it's a children's book, and these books, you can all get them in English and Spanish. A children's book called El Dinero Bitcoin. Also, adults can read it. I read it too. It was great. Then, there are three volumes of the Internet of Money, El Internet del Dinero by Andreas M. Antonopoulos, which is also a great introduction to Bitcoin. It's not technical at all. Um, he brings it into the context of history, recent uh, developments in the Internet and such. It's a great, great, great book. And then the little Bitcoin book from the Bitcoin Collective, they are explaining why Bitcoin is important um, in the sense of for, for human rights, for disenfranchised people, for people in emerging countries and in authoritarian uh, regimes. Very interesting book. If you want to go deeper into the technical details of Bitcoin, I suggest you read Mastering Bitcoin by Andreas M. Antonopoulos. And Soon, um, Mastering the Lightning Network will be out. And um, it has a general part about Lightning, what is Lightning Network, and then it goes deep into the Lightning Network, explaining the technicalities. I'd say it's more for developers then. Yes, if you don't want to read books, but rather learn online, Andreas has an online course, a free online course, Introduction to Bitcoin and Open Blockchains. And from today on, it's also in Spanish available. A deeper look into digital currencies, 
is the introduction into digital currencies course by the University of Nicosia. It's also a free course. It, uh, it, um, it takes some months and you learn a lot. I did it in 2017. It's a great course. I can really recommend. And then I have here some resources in Spanish. Um, I put these on my website. You can find all the links at anita.link slash start. So, why would I buy a book if I have all these free online resources? Yeah, completely understandable. I think it's a good, com you can combine these things. And also, in the book, this is basically a comprehensive um, list of things, so, so you can save time and can learn everything what's important in one small book. So, and now, I want to know of you who will now go home and learn more about Bitcoin. Who was first? I think you were first, right? One book for you. It was racing. Okay, my thank you here. very much. That was my talk at La Bitconf. I hope you enjoyed it. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel or in your podcast app to my podcast feed so that you don't miss any new episodes. Thank you for listening and bye.